It is the 200 level, episode 368. Mike Carpenter in the basement studio for the second half of Illinois Marquette coming up. It's only a five-point game, so things could be worse, certainly. But, but, there were some troubling things that we saw in that first half. Now, I'll start with the good. Luke Goody was good. He made three threes, and I, I really think at its core, that's why you're still in this game. Because you were not shooting threes well otherwise. You were six for 19, so that means when you take away the three from Luke, I think he's three for four, something like that. No one else is really hitting from out there. You know, your defense is fine when it's not Kolek that has the ball, and he has been every bit the Big Ten player, the Big East player of the year that we saw last year, ankle or not. But there are some troubling things that we saw there in that first half. And, and the thing that makes it a little bit disheartening is these were all things that we saw coming. If we're being honest about it, these are all things that we knew could be issues with this team. Now, the three-point shooting consistency, that's one of them. The lack of a point guard, that's another. The other storyline this half I really think is Coleman Hawkins. And in the past, I've, I've grown really frustrated with him. So take, for example, last year against UCLA. A Coleman was really bad in that first half. Defensively, he helped you make that rally in the second half, but Coleman in year four still leaves you wanting. Now, granted, it's game three, game three of the regular season. He can be a somewhat streaky guy, and for the most part, he tends to close years out pretty well. But there's the intangible qualities of Coleman that are kind of frustrating right now. For example, the histrionics, for lack of a better word. Now, when you got Brad Underwood as your coach, and you see the example that he can set when he's really pissed off. It's not surprising that Coleman embodies that sometimes. And you know what? Last year, it was welcome on a team that lacked fire. But there is a difference between showing fire and just kind of being a jerk. And Coleman's a big boy, and he's making money this year, so we can call it what it is. He's pouting and, frankly, being a baby. And the reactions to bad officiating calls or the reactions to his teammates, that's toxic garbage. And eventually, put up or shut up. If you're an NBA player, produce like one. Look like one. And instead, he's been a liability in a game where you cannot afford to have bad Coleman. We should not, in year four, be talking about good Coleman, bad Coleman. If he's both, that means... He's just okay, Coleman, not MBA Coleman, and certainly not Illini great Coleman. And if that's what it is, that's okay. But for someone that seems to think pretty highly of their game, I'd like to see that translate to their on-court performance. This is from Chase, screaming into the void, but I hope and pray Coleman produces this season. It's as if he's apprehensive to fully commit to anything on the court. I don't get it at this point in his career. I don't get it either, Chase. I don't know what his game is right now. Now, I'm going to let, for those that want to time this out, I'll let you know exactly when we get underway here, which should be any second because the players are back on the court. And we are underway. 20 minutes to go in this game, Illinois trailing 36-31. But, you know, I, I don't want to do the piling on thing. But when you get Derek Piper, for example, who is as even keeled as they come and, and a very objective beat reporter and does a great job of it, when he says Coleman's been... Coleman has not been good, I think was the tweet midway through the first half. 
Yeah, yeah, that kind of says it all. And I really did think, too, um, after the game Friday night against Oakland, Saturday morning before the tailgate, I was listening to Jeremy and Derek's podcast from after the Oakland game, and they were talking about it. And I thought, man, if if they're noticing it, then that's that says something, right? Now, Coleman misses a three there, but that was not a bad look, and there's nothing wrong nothing wrong with that. You could have worse looks than that. And Marquette takes a three, and that is no good. And Coleman does not get the board. Marquette with the take and the three. That is up, and that is no good, fortunately. And over the back on Oso. That's his first name for Marquette. Elsewhere from MJ in the chat room, and thank you all for joining me this evening. Coleman, woof, love his upside and him as a person, but he was terrible in that half. MJ, uh, and also MJ says, I've been a Coleman defender throughout his career. I've not probably been that, and as far as a person, I can't say that. I can only say what I see on the court, right? And I, I think that the antics, for lack of a better term, are not befitting of a what you would like to think is a leader of your team. Now, there's a lot of game left here. It's 19 minutes left, uh, but a turnover here on not a great pass from Terrence. And the take is no good. So Damask doing a good job. Damask has had a couple of good transition defensive possessions where all of a sudden Terrence just loses that one. No foul call. He's frustrated. Marquette with the ball again and a chance to get a bucket. And they miss the dunk. So a really weird first half or first minute of the second half with 18.40 to go. Here's where we're at. 36-31 Marquette. 18.33 to go. It's the starting five back out there for Illinois. And what I liked about that first half was as intense and physical as it was, there were not many foul calls. The game moved at a pretty good pace. We got five seconds to go. Damask is trying to break down Kolek, and he makes it. Nice little backing him down there and makes the 10-foot slight fadeaway jumper to bring Illinois back within three. So good games for Damask, good games for Goody. Terrence, showing some Terrence things out there, but an easy take for Marquette. And here's what a a repeating pattern has been, unfortunately, is that you've seen Marquette immediately score after a lot of these things. You've seen them do that. And that's a little bit frustrating. Can't tell if my feed might have been lost here. Might have to get rid of that YouTube on my phone. Sorry about that. Or on my computer. Here we go. 17.37 to go. It is a five-point game again. Terrence trying to drive it. This is going to be Damask with a three-pointer. It is up and no good. In and out, but put back in by Coleman. Let's see if I can't get this phone feed going again. And uh, YouTube chat, if you can let me know if you can still get me or not. My phone just seems to have frozen as far as this feed is concerned. So it is a three-point game with 17.15 to go. And we have Marquette now. This is good God, that kid's really good. But a stop there as he misses the layup in Illinois with a chance on a break here. 17.05 to go. This is going to be, ah, there we go. Coleman to Damask. And that's a pretty good start there for Illinois. 4-0 run to start. Or I should say, sorry, a 6-2 run to start this half. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, boy. And I know this isn't great podcasting. But for those, I'm just trying to correct this YouTube feed here. And uh, YouTube feed, let me know if you guys can still get me or not. Don't know what the heck is going on. 
As we have a break here, though, I will remind you that the 200 level is brought to you by DP Doe online at dpdoe.com. For all the best deals and prices, dpdoe.com. They deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana, so give them a call. Or sorry, actually go online and order at dpdoe.com. Also, got to thank State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. Life, auto, home, business, renters, you name it, Brian is my guy, and he can be your guy as well. That is State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. Also, got to thank Owen Builders LLC online at owenbuildersllc.com. Okay, there's the YouTube feed. <laughs> Gallery online of the great work, which includes home additions, patios, decks, all that other stuff, which if you see their work, you'll understand just how high quality it is. That is OwenBuildersLLC.com. Also got to thank Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. Give them a call at 217-841-4728. That is Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing at 217-841-4728. All right, so. Technology not cooperating, but I think we're back on it now, and I'm just going to. I won't be able to read too many of the comments there in the YouTube feed, so I apologize for that. I just got to say bandwidth. One bad thing about this basement studio is I'm not killing it as far as the Wi-Fi. But here's where we're at. One-point game. Good to see Coleman with some energy and a few plays made there in the last couple minutes. Now, we knew going into the season that this team offensively, that was the question mark, defensively less so. What has spurred on this run here from Illinois has been the defense. And I do think that you can somewhat rely on that. And it will keep you in basically every game this year, I would think. I would have to think that, yeah, I'm trying, I need to get one of those, Bobo. I would have to think that because of the size and athleticism you have, that there are more matchups that are in your favor than not in terms of defense. And that even includes when there was a good point guard on the other side, because I do think that you can defend a point guard better than you can probably play it offensively. Now, Kolek tonight is an exception, and there's a chance he's the best point guard that you face all year. So as good as he has been, I'm not necessarily freaked out about your ability to defend point guards. This kid is special. And when we saw that, oh, the ankle's questionable, not that you wish injury on anybody, but you knew that if he's not playing, you got a much better chance of winning. Yet, here you are, down one, even with the crazy good game that he's had. Now, they're showing that break right before the Marquette timeout. Coleman finding Damask. And it's that kind of stuff that Coleman does where I understand he doesn't need to fill the stat sheet. A good Coleman game doesn't need to be 14 points and 8 rebounds. doesn't have to be. But plays like that to Damask are kind of what you need or want from him. So that was... A welcome sight to see. Now, Marquette takes the timeout. They get the ball now with 17 minutes to go. And they're showing the Illinois two-point field goal percentage, 50%. They're 8 for 16, 3.6 for 21. And I think Illinois just needs to continue to attack. But why did that run happen? Because they were able to get in transition a little bit. How do you do that? Get stops on the other end. And you don't win without stringing together stops. Here's Kolek, back up top to 23 for Marquette. The names for visiting teams I'm not going to always be great on, but I'll at least give you the number. Almost get a steal there, but not quite. This is Kolek again at the rim, up, and they get the foul on Goody. That'll be his, or is this Damask? It's Goody. That'll be Goody's third, and he did get his chest into Kolek, who is just 
an inability to stop him. And I don't know what the answer is because they've tried everybody on him. And I'd say, well, put Terrence on him. But here's the deal. You know, you've done that. I haven't seen Terrence necessarily get burned. But you also need Terrence to have as much energy as necessary for offense because your offense is just struggling so bad in the half court. Collect's going to make both. He's just that type of guy. He's not going to miss either of them. He makes the first. Back to a two-point lead for Marquette. 15 points for Tyler Kolek. Kolek, what syllable do I emphasize here? He makes both. 16 points. So that means he has 16 to the 40. If I'm doing my math right, that is, oh boy, uh, 4 to 10, 40% of Marquette's points. 10 points for Luke, three fouls. He's going to have to be careful, but you need him out there for the shooting. Coleman with a corner three. It's up and good. Hey, tie game. Coleman got the pep talk. Not from me, no. But I'm guessing that whatever happened, he refocused at half because he's been really good since he came back out. And here's the thing. This year, you really only go as far as Coleman, right? And there's that defense. Causes the travel. Okay, good Coleman. He's fired up. Good Coleman. I would like to think as the year goes on, we, we don't need to worry so much about which Coleman are you getting, that you get some more consistency with this game. And as I mentioned, it's not about filling the stat sheet for him. That is not necessarily my concern. All right. Illinois ball, tie game, 16.08 to go. Here's Terrence up top getting a pick left from Coleman. Terrence maybe wanting the three, but no. Kicks it back out to Harmon, who's been scrappy out there. Well, we've liked what I've seen from him. Terrence, stop, pass on the top of the key, up, no good. And now we're going the other way here. So 40 all with 15.48 to go. Might be a little bit behind those that have a cable feed. And here's Marquette on offense, 23 on the right corner, now back up to Oso, whatever his last name is, at the free throw line. 23 for Marquette, trying to dribble it into the lane. Quincy on him. Quincy defending, the shot up and no good. And back to 23, though, for Marquette. Quincy defending, the shot is up and no good. Here's Coleman. So 15-20 to go. Illinois on and a break, can we call it that? Not quite. Marquette defends it, but here's Damask. 20 to go on the shot clock, back to Coleman. Looking for Quincy, got a little bit careless of that pass. It is Marquette's ball, three on one, and a block from Coleman is legit, no goaltend. Wow, here's Terrence, and up and in, holy moly. Defense creating offense, Coleman making up for a iffy pass and finding Terrence. So it's a two-point Illinois lead, their first, since they were up 7-6 early in the game. Pretty impressive start to the first, second half, excuse me, and a good take here from Marquette. So offensively, Illinois finding some things, but again, it's because of transition, getting some stops, and then using your athleticism to your advantage. Here's Terrence back up to Damask, looking for Coleman. Around the left elbow, now back at the top of the key. Here's Terrence getting a pick left from Coleman. Terrence back to Coleman, two-man game here, five seconds in the shot clock. Coleman over to Damask. Damask with the three. It is up. It is good. Damask is feeling it today and looks, he's looked comfortable in every game so far, but there is a wily veteran thing about him that's that's fun to watch. So it's a three-point lead for Illinois with 13.57 to go. They're cooking a little bit here. Now Marquette is the top, is the number four team in the country for a reason. They take it in up. And no, they're going to call foul on the floor. So a good break here for Illinois. 
But this looks like it'll be a dogfight. Not bad. We're going to a TV timeout with 13.50 to go. So, Illinois with a... Was a three-point lead? Yes, three-point lead for Illinois with 13.50 to go with the State Farm Center. The block from Coleman did not get the goal 10, but I didn't see Marquette necessarily complaining for it, and that I don't think would have been overturned if they reviewed it. So the bad news I talked about at the start of this episode, you know, the lack of a point guard, the lack of three-point shooting, that is stuff that hurts you in the half court. Again, why is this working? Because Illinois is getting out on the run. They can match Marquette in terms of athleticism. The difference is that Marquette, when it comes to half-court offense, has Colec, and you don't. And not even that. Few people have a guy like Colec, a point guard, but a Ray J. Dennis, for lack of a better example, would be someone that could bail you out when those half-court possessions don't go well. Before we get back to the game here, got to remind you the 200 level. I'll hit these sponsors one by one here. Brought to you by DP Doe. I'm on at dpdoe.com for all the best deals and prices. DP Doe. I'm going to try to hit the chat window on my phone. From Ryan, Damask and Quincy are going to be huge this season. Agreed. And Ryan, they were two acquisitions that I really liked in the offseason. They seemed like perfect complementary pieces. When you had them, Justin Harmon, who I thought was a nice sort of pickup, and we'll see what his role is as the season goes along. And then bringing back Terrence and Coleman, it felt like, well, at least the floor is raised. You know, you aren't going to be bad. The question, of course, is how good are they going to be? All right, let's see what else we got here in the chat window. Let's see. From Bobo, Damask has 16 points on 6 of 10 shooting, 3 of 6 from 3. He's just an efficient guy. Just a very efficient guy defensively as well because he's had a couple stops in transition defense that have been big. Now, because we're going live and I'm just talking, yapping, after full day of school, we'll occasionally need to wet my whistle. There we go. Let's see. Earlier night in college basketball, Michigan State. Talk about a team that can't shoot threes. They can't. And I know playing Duke is not going to tell you a whole lot about Michigan State, but when you factor in the James Madison game and then their second game, which was not all that impressive either, clearly they're missing Joey Hauser. Who knew? So Michigan State to me seems like a top four Big Ten team, but not a legit title threat compared to like Purdue. And and if if we're being honest, looking at this Big Ten race, it's not much of a race. It's Purdue unless some team just turns it on. I think that that mix there of a Maryland, even though Maryland lost at home to Davidson, I don't know how good Davidson is, but let's say the Maryland, the Michigan State, the Illinois. Michigan looked good yesterday, but don't worry, I don't buy them. It's still Jawan Howard. Ohio State, scrappy perhaps, but I do think that second tier in the Big Ten will get interesting. And the the race to second, third, and fourth, probably a little bit more intriguing than first. That seems fairly obvious, right? Intriguing game later tonight, Iowa at Creighton. Iowa, of course, just an offensive juggernaut again. That's kind of what Fran does. Wisconsin, by the way, stinks. And I am oh so happy for that. Hey, it looks like Illinois. Oh, it's going to stick with Marquette. No, or are they going to switch the call here? And no, it'll be Marquette ball with 13.40 to go. But Illinois' defense really impressive here. So Ty Rogers hit it off of the Marquette player off his head. And it looked like it hit Marquette's, the back of that guy's arm before it went out. So I don't know if that's the right call. 
Let's see if Illinois can get another stop here. Up 45 to 42 with 13.35 to go. The three from Marquette is up and good. You know, frustrating because it did feel like you had gotten the stop and Damask was in that guy's face. Bang, bang play where it's not the worst officiating call I saw, but there was someone on the sideline that would have maybe seen a carom off of Marquette's arm. If it did, I only got one good look at it. Okay, Damas picks up the dribble in a tough spot, but he does find Hansberry, who kind of forces that. Yeah, that's not the shot you want. Trying to sneak a minute with Hansberry here, I think, and then you get him back off of there. Number 22 here for Marquette. He's in the lane, kicks it back out. 15 on the shot clock with 12.57 to go, and here's a steal. Ty Rogers helped get that started, and Damask ends up with the ball. He's taking it himself, and they're going to get a foul. He'll go to the line to shoot two. Damask active tonight. Good Lord. Okay, so the foul situation, not a big deal for either team yet. Two fouls on each. Goody has three of Illinois, I think, five total fouls. Maybe we have six total, but not many. Damask going to the line. Great game for him so far tonight. Hey, you know, it's it's mid-November. We got high-level basketball at the State Farm Center. And I will say I appreciate being in a position with this program where we can nitpick a team that is currently up by one against Marquette. So that does tell you what Brad Underwood has done in terms of raising the floor and actually making Illinois basketball enjoyable again. So I, I want to be careful with criticism so it doesn't come off as if I am anti Anti Underwood. I was just a little bit underwhelmed to say the least of last year. And we knew that the offseason addressed some things, but not all. Now, I watched this team and I I said it before, like the Kansas game being the earliest example, and I'll say it again that I'm not pulling my hair out with frustration with this team because they do play their butts off, and I think the identity that they'll develop is defense. And grinding it out. And that's a team that's kind of easy to root for, even if it's not the most aesthetically pleasing on offense. Easy take for Kolek there. Kolek, whatever. He's really good. I think he's at 18 right now. I think you still need to do a better job against him because 18 points on 8 of 14 shooting, not a lot of resistance. And I don't know how bad the ankle could possibly be because he's moving with no problems. Terrence at the three, up and good. 50 to 47. So Illinois, I think that's their seventh or eighth three right there. Probably number eight. Here's Marquette on the drive. They're going to get a foul on Harmon. That'll be the third on Illinois, but it's on the floor. So, I mean, you might have to get handsy here a little bit. And I don't know. Just do you get physical with Kolek? I mean, he, he's going to make his free throws, though. I don't know. You, you got to body him up a little bit more, though, because there's not a lot of resistance for him. And that's just going to open up everything for everybody else in Marquette. Now, that's a badly missed three. Does Illinois have a break here? Here's Harmon. He's going to try to take it himself, and he loses it. I don't know what the heck that was. So a chance to extend your lead, but Marquette gets the ball back, and Harmon with the defensive miscommunication. The three is no good. Here's Kolek for the three, and that's just a killer. Harmon, I like his scrappiness, but that started with Losing the ball in the first place, defensive miscommunication, hanging his other guys out to dry, and ends up in a Marquette three. You can't afford mistakes like that if you're going to spring the upset at home. This is Ty with a hell of a take. 
and he's kind of finding his way into his role. Now Marquette, they want to take a three. No, they don't. They drive it inside instead. So it's Terrence on Kolek again. Got to switch over to Goody. And that's an easy take. God dang, man. A frenetic pace going on. It was we're tied at 52 all with 11 to go. Fun game, but I'm watching Marquette, and despite it being tied, I get the feeling like, God, how are you going to win this game? Because it feels like when, when it comes down to it, they have an elite playmaker in Kolek that if it gets down to a half-court thing in the last four minutes and you don't have this frenetic pace going on where transition offenses can be a wash, who's your guy to make that play, right? But God dang. I mean, listen, Kolek's good, but eventually you got to put up more, than, more of a fight. You got to keep the damn guy in front of you. Because I'll acknowledge he is the one to credit for a lot of this, but you got to do more. You just got to do more. Illinois shooting 8 of 12 in the second half, says Bobo. Wish you had a lead, but you were trailing by 5 or 6, so that's helped you get back. Marquette's making shots too. Another sponsor for the 200 level, of course, is Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. Give them a call at 217-841-4728. That's 841-4728. Let's see what we got here. Okay. Check the old chat feed. So on this Tuesday evening, what do we hope to learn from this Illini team? Win or loss? Well, I think the November-December games will kind of put this rotation into clearer focus, but there are certain names that I think you're going to see more than most, and I think clearly that is Shannon and Hawkins by default and Damask and Garrier. I think Ty is probably playing himself in establishing that even if he's not in the closing lineup because of his lack of shooting, he will be more like a 22 to 25-minute-a-game guy. So you can rely on him probably being the fifth most with minutes, I would think. Dane, kind of a non-factor tonight. And is that a matchup thing? I'm not really sure. I think you could, if you wanted to slow the game down, could go with that. But the way the game's going now, it, it seems like a score pig round hole if you try to get Dane out there and make him a factor in this. It just seems like, yeah, this game's operating at a different miles per hour than what he would probably be capable of. And that's for a guy that is looking better and looking slimmer, but this is just a lot of skinny athletic dudes just running really fast. Luke Goody, also that rotation spot. Good to see him hitting the three. A lot of value in that. Defensively leaves you a bit wanting for a guy of his size, and I know it's a tough matchup he's had against Kolek a little bit. You just need you just need more, you know, and if Kolek is going to drop 30 on you, I don't know. I mean... I don't know if doubling really does anything because we've seen that Kolek will break plays down and he'll find someone even when you don't double him. If you double him, he's going to find somebody. So it's a little bit different than doubling a big, let's say. I I acknowledge that. But you just need a a man to step up and say, I'm not going to let this guy score at will on me. Get in front of him. Keep him in front of you. God dang, he's good. He's not Michael freaking Jordan over here. Let's see here. <laughs> From Ryan. Am I the only one here that thinks that Shaka Smart is a total dweeb? Uh, Shaka's fine. I like Shaka. You know, I was frustrated two years ago when we lost up there. That was a very frustrating start 
to a season where the team ultimately won a Big Ten championship. But that Marquette game, and that was the Andre Curbelo doing God knows what game. Here's DeMass trying to take it to the rim. A little bit strong. Not the best take. And it's Marquette ball with 10.30 to go. Kolek, just every time I watch him, I, I kind of pucker up thinking, oh God, what's he going to do now? And he overshoots that. Not a good pass, and Marquette can't corral it, so it's Illinois ball with 10.26 to go. All right, so nine ties in this game. Two lead changes. Largest lead was eight for Marquette. I, I was pretty nervous when it got to eight, thinking that, man, I, what's the matchup here? Because offensively, we were so stagnant. Now, if this turns into a half-court game, that can happen again. Damask kind of gets caught up here. He needs to get it out. He does to Luke Goody, who fakes a three. Here's Coleman trying to take it himself, and they're going to call. He stepped out of bounds. Is that right? His foot was out of bounds. 11 turnovers for Illinois, 5 for Marquette. Knock on wood, free throws have not been a huge bugaboo today, but yeah, not good enough. You just can't be that messy. All right, 52 all. 9.45 to go here. Here's Kolek again. No restraint. Coleman's sealing his guy, so he's unable to go help there in the lane. There's just no restraint. There's no, not restraint, that's not the right word. But just nothing, nothing impeding him at all. And at a certain point, it gets a little bit vexing. Just somebody do something. Defense is just keep the guy in front of you for Christ's sake. Or at least do a better job trying. And I mean, this is where you say, Terrence, I know you're going to be tired, but you just got you got to be on him. I know it sounds completely out of the box because the guy's six foot eight, but I don't know. Put Quincy Guerrier on him. Whatever. They're going to give Cole like a break here, probably until the under eight timeout. So you got an opportunity here to make hey, 23 points. For him, he's literally half of their output. Not quite literally, but over 40% of their scoring output is this guy. And probably more if you consider the, t the assist that he's had. Coleman with the take, no good. Off the front of the rim. Here's an opportunity here for Marquette and a block from Coleman. So he gets it back on the transition, but a really silly pass from Quincy. And Illinois does get it back because Marquette can't finish it and transition themselves. Yikes. Two-point game. Slow it down. Terrence with the ball, 8.50 to go. He's going to get a pick from Coleman. No, Coleman slips down. Terrence trying to take it himself. Up and no good. Too strong off the backboard. Here's Marquette in transition. And Quincy lost the guy in the perimeter. Just not getting back defensively. Not getting back defensively has been a recurring thing today. You know Marquette's going to bust their ass down the court. Bust your ass down the court. And eventually, a team does the same thing over to you, over and over again for 30-plus minutes. Figure it out. Get the pattern. Adjust to it. Do something. And we are not seeing that. Darn it. Well, this is danger zone right here because Marquette, too many weapons offensively to allow this to happen and feel good about a comeback, right? 
7-0 Marquette run. Illinois scoreless for three minutes, says Bobo. Bobo, thanks for the tidbits as we go through this here. Yeah, and and you just can't afford that. Now, Marquette, they aren't going to score 80 this game. I thought the over-under was a little bit high. I think the over-under was something like 148.5. We'll be under, and yet it feels like in terms of offense, God, Marquette just scares you, you know, because they... (laughs) Anytime you let your guard down, not just half-court defense, but anytime you let your guard down and don't get your butts back immediately, they're going to get an easy bucket. They have an identity, right? They have an identity that is total shock of smart. It works up there. I know it didn't quite work at Texas. And boy, you just you almost get exhausted watching it yourself because there's just no margin for error. And this Illinois team, unfortunately without a pure point guard and sometimes an overall sense of messiness in the half court offense. Yeah. You know, it's doesn't always feel good. And when you're down five, this is kind of the precipice. You, you have to be extremely careful. Now I would like to think that this timeout will count for the under eight media. Probably not, but uh, yeah, if you're Illinois, what do you do? I mean, you're down five. I think you just got to get a good look for, Terrence and it it, it de- all of this though offensively I say that it doesn't really matter necessarily it doesn't really matter if you don't stop Kolek when you're down five with 827 to go Marquette is now in winning time when they have a point guard like that their formula is very simple they're going to keep doing what they do and de- doing defensively Kolek is often the guy that facilitates Transition offense. And even if it comes down to a half-court set, he's going to be the one with the ball. And what's the worst that can happen when he's got the ball? So you're going to need some guys to make some threes probably if this is going to happen here, this upset. Because even though you're only down five, for some weird reason it feels like a larger deficit knowing what Marquette has. That you don't. So in the last 236, 7 nothing Marquette run. Here's Damask. 825 to go. Big possession, but what the hell? They're all big possessions at this point. Luke Goody. Here's Terrence with 15 over to Coleman, top of the key. And that pass gets blocked and it's a turnover. Oof. Cannot afford that. Marquette with 805 to go. This is all with Kolek on the bench. Well, not the entire run, but I think the last five points for Marquette have been with Kolek on the bench. And a foul on Terrence, and we'll go to another media timeout. I would imagine. Unless, the, no? Okay, they call that an under media timeout the last time out, which is good. 7.58 to go, and I would imagine Marquette gets free throws here. Let's see. Underwood's pissed about one call that didn't happen. Let's see what happens here. Number one for Marquette. What's his name? They'll show it, I think. Misses the first free throw. Good break for Illinois. This is still a five-point game. This is Cam Jones. He's got 10 points as well. So he's got 10. Kolek, 25. Okay, he makes the second. So it's still a two-possession game with 7.58 to go. What do you do? I mean, this is now it's starting to feel like that middle part of the first half where 
you're kind of racking your brain for what is the offensive play here. What's the set? That's an 8 nothing scoring run at the worst possible time in the last three minutes for Marquette. Here's Harmon at the top. Over to Terrence, right side. Looking to try to penetrate. They're going to call a charge. Nope. Foul on the floor. Okay. So that's Marquette's fourth foul. Terrence is just a, a bowling ball to the rim. Damn. It's a strong fella. Illinois with 20 on the shot clock, 7.40 to go. Who's inbounding it here? Damask from under the basket. Looking for Luke. Wasn't there. Too late. Going to find Coleman. They got him. Whew. Scary, though. 18 on the shot clock. Coleman going left. Picks it up. Finds Terrence. Terrence for the three. Eh, a little bit high. Contested. Harmon tries to get it. Is off of Marquette's foot. So it'll be 20 seconds on the shot clock. Harmon did have a bad possession a few minutes ago, but he is a scrappy kid. Plays his butt off. Haven't seen the offensive game really come to fruition yet. Maybe it'll come. All right, 7.30 to go. Coleman gets the inbound around the top of the key. Here's Terrence, three-point line. Over to Goody. Back to Terrence, left side. Harmon kind of chilling in the corner, and, and Cam Jones, I think, is sagging off of him. That's not Cam Jones, sorry. I'm not familiar with Marquette's guys. Uh, Luke misses that shot terribly. I don't know what the hell that was. It was a line drive that I think might have touched the bottom of the net. Not looking good. Not looking good. Seven to go. Here is Kolek. And uh, stop, but Illinois can't corral the rebound. Loose ball goes to Marquette. You cannot give them second chances. This is going to be a backbreaker here. Here's Kolek going right. And no foul. Now a foul. And Coleman, of course, pissed. <laughs> but uh, it probably was a legit foul on that second go-round. Coleman, Coleman, Coleman look at the scoreboard to check it out. See if it was or not. Just play the game. Just it's You know what it reminds me of? I feel bad. I don't want to pick on the kid, but kid. He's 22. But it reminds me of people used to get so pissed off at Lovey Smith and the expression that he would have looking. Oh, man. Well, this guy can't shoot free throws, so it may not be that big of a deal. But Lovey's expression when he would look at the scoreboard to see the play after another team got a touchdown or something. And his mouth would kind of be open and a look of like, huh? And it just, you know, listen, when it something bad happens to your team, it's like salt in the wound when you see one of your coaches or players look at the scoreboard like, huh? What happened? I don't know why that is. I'm sure every fan base has felt it with a coach or a player. Long-winded way. Now back to the game. Both free throws missed. Illinois with the rebound. Okay. It's still a two-possession game, but it's been a 431 and counting scoring drought for Illinois. Who's going to break it? Dane all of a sudden in the game. Here's Ty. Luke Goody with a three. He makes it. <laughs> Somehow. Didn't know if he wanted to take it at first, but he shoots it at the top of the key. So it is a three-point game. Here's Kolek again. And Illinois, Dane doing a good job kind of keeping him in front of him there. So Kolek now with Terrence on him. Now Goody. They get the switch. Two-man game here up top with him and Oso. 
Here's Kolek again. Takes it in. No good. Can Illinois get the board? Luke gets it. Whoa. Hard board. It's a three-point game with 5.50 to go. Here's Terrence trying to take it to the basket. He finds Dane, and they're going to call foul on the floor on 12. And guess what? It's not bonus, so Dane doesn't have to shoot free throws. Illinois ball with 23 in the shot clock. God, three-pointers just give you life. And if Luke can just be the three-point guy off the bench, you know? Damn, Luke. And then the hard rebound on the other side. That's some winning plays right there. And a physical... I mean, to the ref's credit, I have not seen many touch fouls at all called today. I really like the way this game has been officiated. I like the pace in which it's been played. Here's Ty trying to take it. No, he finds Luke. Another three. Ah, oh, a little bit fade away, but Marcus Damas gets the board. Man. 5.30 to go. 13 on the shot clock. I, I'd be lying if I said this wasn't fun. Terrence trying to break down his guy. He takes it left, up, and no good. It was too strong. Terrence has got to finish that. I'm sorry, but there's no good try when you're fifth-year Big Ten. Yeah, that's goaltend. There's no good try when you're at that level. You make it. He had all the time to settle in and make that damn layup. And a clear goaltend on what might have been a miss. Can we stop with the could we stop with the goaltending? There are three of them against Oakland. That ball might not have gotten in. But Dane hit it off of the backboard. Back to a five-point game. Man, oh man. Ty forcing it. Marquette ball. Just yeah. Yep. And here's 12 with a three. No good. Rebound for Ty with 4.45 to go. Get a good shot here. Terrence, Jesus Christ. Overthrows Damask by like 10 feet. That's not winning basketball from the guys that need to be making winning basketball plays. So if you want to know what your ceiling is, it's crap like that that tells you, well, it is what it is. And I know it's November 14th, but these guys are literally 22 and 23 years old have been playing college basketball for five years. Why are they the ones making crucial mistakes when you can least afford it? Maddening. Absolutely maddening. Hell of a take by one, and he's fouled, and it's a seven-point lead for Marquette. That's Cam Jones about to take it to an eight-point lead. Just not the lack of winning plays number four team in the nation or not, you had an opportunity here, and short of Luke Goody's three-pointers, you're kind of up a creek today. Terrence has not been good enough. And Coleman clearly has not been good enough, despite more inspired basketball in the second half. So you go where they go, and if that's an indication what it is, frustrating. Very frustrating. All right, 62 to 55. Marquette takes a, no, they missed that free throw, but then you don't get the rebound on a free throw, but Terrence does get a steal here. He's going to force this. He does get fouled and will go to the line to shoot two. It's not, and here's the thing it's not a question of effort. I know that Terrence and Coleman, it's not a question of effort. But you have to hold fifth year guys. Well, Terrence is a fifth-year guy. Coleman's four. 
thanks for coming back, but there is a higher standard now. Like if there if there's going to be any legacy that's kind of built here, it has to be better than that. Now Terrence makes his first free throw to make it a six point game with four ten. I mean, listen, this team's going to gut out a bunch of games this year, and Marquette is one of the better teams they'll play. It's just frustrating to see a home game where you've had opportunities right in front of you. And you feel like we might lose this, and you can point to specific moments that go beyond, oh, well, Kolek had 25. And, of course, that's obvious. That's a big one. But things that you could have done for yourselves that would have put you in better position. Now, every possession now is absolutely critical. And here is a nice job. Was that Ty or Shannon that got their hands on Kolek and then Coleman comes up with it? 3.55 to go. They need a good offensive possession here. Here's Ty. And a moving screen or something. An offensive foul they call on Ty. I'm not really sure what that's about. But, yeah... Ryan says, rather get beat by Kolek than a random guy like it happened a lot last year. And that's true. But there's also like Ryan, you mentioned that. There's the Terrence, uh, TJD game, Indiana at home where he got 34 or something like that. And afterwards, Underwood said, well, you know, we were okay. We knew he was going to get his. And you're like, what? 20 is him getting his. 34, 36 is a little bit more than that. They have done a better job in the last 10 minutes of corralling him. But Marquette has other playmakers, right? So... Cam Jones has made some big ones. Probably been their second best player. Yeah, I mean, he's been their second best player tonight. So it will be Marquette Ball, five-point game, where the under-four timeout. I mean, nothing about this game necessarily says that you're any better or worse than you thought going in. If anything, I think it's confirmation of a lot of what we thought about this team, which is, as I said Friday night at the the Oakland game, even when it was a tie game and you didn't feel great about it. Yeah, you know, it's we're, we're, we are all right. We're all right, pretty good, you know. Greatness is going to be difficult because of what you lack. Competitiveness, I think, is going to be pretty consistent. I would have a hard time imagining that this team, for example, loses a game like they did, let's say, at Northwestern last year. It was just after the new year, and Northwestern beat Illinois by, I mean, God, what was it? 15, 20 points? I would have a hard time believing that that would happen with this team. But uh, it feels in a weird way, like how to, how to put it, you're oddly limited. And as fans, each of us has to decide, you know, what are we okay with and what makes us happy as an Illini basketball fan? Like, what what is going to make our winters okay? I think this team will accomplish that for the most part, and then we'll just get to the NCAA tournament and we'll kind of base our view on this season based on that. Anyone that predicts between 20 and 23 wins in, in the regular season, that's probably spot on. you know. And that's a good year. And that's a decent NCAA tournament seed. And then it comes down to matchups. But you see in something like this that when it comes down to, you know, you are 
top 25. You're not top 15, right? And you'll hover there and you will have some big wins and you still have a chance to win this game tonight. And you will have some, God, we just didn't quite have the playmaker that the other team had. In the Big Ten, like a Purdue, it was going to be a steep mountain climb for this Illinois team, I think. I think they'll be competitive, but it's going to be hard to envision, can you end up getting the win against a team like that? Here's Marquette with the ball, 340 to go, five-point lead. Oso up and good. Yikes. Seven-point lead for Marquette. 330 to go. Here is Ty. Look at this. 42 points for Marquette in the paint to Illinois' 20. So Luke Goody's threes and, and Damask to an extent as well. That's been an equalizer of sorts. But, you know, you felt as if you had. Here's Terrence with the three. Makes it. Good Lord. Four-point game with 310 to go. Terrence with his third or fourth. But it's somewhat surprising because you felt going into this year like the front court was going to be one of, one of the strengths. Marquette, granted, has played defense that has said, take the three. They said, we are, we are not going to let you get inside. And <laughs> Coleman wanted the jump ball, and they're going to get a foul on him instead. And we can look at the replay. I mean, let's see here. Here's Oso taking it on him. I, yeah, that's a that's totally a foul. <laughs> now, here's the thing. There are worse situations because I don't know if Oso can make free throws. Knock on wood. Oh, he makes the first. Of course he does. He misses last two terribly. So it's a five-point lead now for Marquette. All right, second one for Oso. Igadaro, excuse me, two for six from free throws. Makes both. Unbelievable. But Hacken Oso is not a terrible plan if you want to prolong this game. All right, Ty Rogers, six-point game, 240 to go. Coleman up top over to Damask. Damask trying to make something happen. Almost loses it, but does not. He won in the foul, and I feel like should have gotten it. But he does not get it. So 2.30 to go, Marquette with a chance to kind of put this on ice with one more possession. Kolek with the ball. It's going to kind of whittle this thing down, 15 in the shot clock. Over to Cam Jones, I believe. Cam Jones taking it right on Terrence, up and in. That might do it. Eight-point lead for Marquette, and to write a postscript, perhaps prematurely, we saw the good and the bad of this Illinois team. Unfortunately, I, I do think that the blueprint with which Marquette played tonight, which is fine, shoot your threes. And Illinois made some threes tonight. They will make those every night. And Marquette clearly has more playmakers in the backcourt than a lot of opponents Illinois will face. I mean, Cam Jones looks pretty damn good. Kolek obviously is very good. Oso is a really good front front court player. So you're not playing scrubs tonight. But I think it is the overall sense that you are going to find yourself in many offensive funks this year. And it's not going to be easy to get out of some of them. And uh, it, it kind of is what it is. Now, if you want to take it further, and I'm, I'm trying to be as fair as I can early in the season because this team will, I, I think this only team will ultimately get better than what they are right now. 
but a fair criticism would be that you did have all off season to address three point shooting and point guard. And how much did you? Now Bobo just pointed eleven for twenty nine from three. That's not terrible. It's not. So eleven for thirty three is thirty three percent. So what are we looking at there? Like thirty seven percent. It's not terrible. It's not. Luke Goody has been a big help for that. Terrence has made a few as well, right? And you've been better in the second half. But even with that, think about this. And Bobo, maybe you can find the shooting percentage in the second half. There was a slump or a scoring drought there. You were down five at half, and you're down eight now. So even with all of that, even with a really good shooting second half, you're in a worse position than when you started. It just seems like... It just seems like you're, um, I don't know, not not floundering because that would make it sound like they're a bad team. It's just, listen, you know what my concern is? My concern is that we're going to go through this whole basketball season and <laughs> come back to the same exact things we said in the offseason. Point guard, three-point shooting. And it's going to get boring. And it's going to get aggravating to say it. And why I like but don't love Underwood is... In this NIL environment, there are avenues to address that. And certain recruitments, you got to close out, right? If you're going to be as highly paid of a coach as you are and have the NIL resources that few programs do, you've got to close certain things out if you want to be really a big boy basketball program. So it's appreciating what you have, and I do, but it's recognizing that you could have more so what are the limitations? What's keeping you from getting to that next step? I hope that sounds fair and not overly cynical. But I know these are questions that some Illini fans are, are thinking to themselves. And what you know, after this year, when you lose four-fifths of your starting lineup, I like Marez Johnson too. That'll be fun. But you're going to have to go back and do it all over again in the portal. And that could be a great thing or that could be uh, problematic. I'm not really sure. Now, Coleman gets a good block here. So it's not over yet with a six-point game with 130 to go. Damas finds Coleman. The three is up. No good. And Damas gets the board. Here's Terrence. Damas, oh, man, it just, we're getting a little hot potato here. We gotta, you got to shoot a three, guys. He had some opportunities. Here's Terrence, though, taking it to the basket. He finds Ty, who finds Damask, who misses the three. Oh, guys. Too much hot potato offensively. Someone just got to shoot the damn ball. Under a minute, six-point game. Going to hit the sponsors real quick. DP Doe online at dpdoe.com. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. Give them a call at 217-841-4728. State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. And Owen Builders, LLC. I'm on at OwenBuildersLLC.com. Cam Jones, three, up and no good. So 35 seconds to go. Illinois needs a quick shot and a stop. Here's Terrence, who gets fouled. <sighs> I mean, listen, there's been more frustrating games than this, but yeah. You also, 
you know, you had these opportunities against ranked teams to get resume builders, right? At Tennessee, you thought Kolek was good. This Connect kid for Tennessee, holy crap, ask Wisconsin about that. That will be tough on December 9th. Ford Atlantic, there's a good opportunity there. Terrence makes the first free throw. Missouri will be a solid team, but we know how the Bragging Rights game goes. But, you know, th- there are these moments in the non-conference where you you got these opportunities to make you feel that much better on Selection Sunday. This was one of them, and it felt like it was early enough in the season where, okay, steal this one, right? Steal this one even if Marquette goes on to have a great season, which they probably will. Both are made for Terrence. Four-point game with 29.7 to go, so we'll get a little bit of a little bit of free throw shooting here, I'm sure, from Marquette. Can he somehow get Oso to take the inbounds? Because that guy, is he even in there right now? Because he can't really shoot free throws. He's inbounding it. We're going to try to get to Kolek. And they do. Son of a gun. Timeout for Marquette. They have two more, so they got one after this. Four-point game. Marquette with the ball. Pretty good defense in the inbounds. Collect gets open late. And uh, good job by Dre Gibbs Lawhorn to help trap there. And he got in there to try to get a jump ball when the timeout was called. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope that, again, my tone does not sound overly negative because it's not. You know, we're, we're fine. But, uh, you know. Limited. We are offensively limited. And it's going to feel like pulling teeth. Going to feel like pulling teeth a little bit. Bobo says he did an NBA travel there. Yeah, there were a few steps, it looked like. Let's see if we can't pressure them again and maybe get a turnover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. 68-64. Oso inbounding again. I'm going with his first name, Oso. And here comes Kolek. Oh, it's going to be kickball off Gary A. That's okay. No time goes off the clock. Just keep kicking that ball, and then eventually maybe uh, something good will happen. Ref talking to Underwood. Not sure what about. Uh, yeah, okay. They're clarifying something. Sorry, a dead air here, but there's just not a lot happening in the game. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Kolek, open, easy there. You got to foul him now. And yeah, they foul him at half court line. 21 seconds to go. Kolek will go to the line. It is bonus, not double bonus. So maybe he can miss one. The front end of a one and one would be nice. But man, this sucker's good. 23 points. I said 25 earlier. He looks like this actor named Nicholas Holt, who's starting to appear in a few more movies. British actor. He looks a lot like him. Like a young Tom Cruise. Risky business style. Kolek at the line. Oh no, people are starting to leave the stadium. 
A few, not many, not many. Free throw is up. Yeah, easy peasy. This sucker's not going to miss it. He's really good. He is really good. Boba says Hawkins, one for five from three. You know, despite an inspired second half, it's been a bad start to the season. And and your, your ceiling, I think if we're really looking at it, I think there's a consistency with everybody else that you don't get from Coleman. And if Coleman can somehow unlock that, it, it does potentially change how you feel about this team. Coleman three, no good. Okay, that was the last one you were talking about, Boba. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Uh, Illinois will lose this game. Yeah, bad night for him. And the, I hate that we have a storyline. Because we do. We do have a storyline with Coleman. We got a problem. We saw signs in the second half of what good Coleman can be. But it's senior freaking year. Why are we having that conversation? For a supposed NBA pick, and we're still dealing with the, the sideshow part of it. Ugh. It's just... It's for lack of a better term, it's annoying. It is annoying, and I'm I'm saying that gingerly because I know what some Illini fans feel about it. But figure it out already, for Christ's sake! All right, so we're gonna sign out here, seventy to sixty-four. I've seen worse performances, but I've seen better. And Valpo gives you a chance to kind of get right on Friday. But uh, how much will we learn about this team until the next marquee non-conference matchup? Not really sure. Terrence misses that three, and it will be a seven-point win for Marquette on the road. Yeah, I think the frustrations might settle in a little bit more with some sleep. So we're going to get out of here for now. I'm going to be with Harry Black tomorrow to talk some Illini football. And uh, thanks for tuning in for those who did in the YouTube stream. And we will see you all soon. Thanks to the sponsors. DP Doe, Owen Builders, LLC, Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, State Farm Major Brian Hansen. And we'll see you soon, everybody. It is the 200 level.